If you say there's not enough, there's not enough. If you say there's plenty, there's plenty. If you say there's more than enough, there's more than enough. If you say you get your pick of the litter, you get your pick of the litter. What is up, my fellow dreamers and soul searchers? Welcome to the Roxy Talks Manifestation Podcast, your raw, unfiltered, and unapologetic source for all things manifestation related. I'm Roxy Lee, and for the last decade, I have been researching and developing my signature 360 method, which combines behavioral science, quantum physics, and the law of attraction to help you manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. Visit RoxyTalks.com for more info. Now, let's get into it. Oh, I never told you guys why I wasn't here yesterday. Okay, I promise I'd tell you. The reason I wasn't here yesterday, so... I was just about to start getting ready to uh, get ready. I was getting ready to get ready, as Esther Hicks said. And um, we're working on this. It's already actually resolved in our favor as much as it can at this point. Um, but it was, a, I'm going to say this. It's, it's not, the, it's not like, to some people it might seem bad. Other people, it might seem like first world problems or really trivial but it was very an emotional, whatever, upheaval, literal upheaval in my life. Yesterday, our landlords, without telling us, came over and cut down a hundred year old palm tree that was completely healthy, had nothing wrong. It drops seed pods. And that was like the issue. We never had a problem with it. We never complained about it. There's never been any landscaping of any sort done to this place since we've lived here in almost three years. So it was very shocking for them to just show up and like trim all of our privacy away for one off our trees and then cut down this fucking majestic like my like my heart shattered and and then I was like getting ready to get up and I just feel this deafening thud like it shook my whole fucking house and like part of it is like that tree reminds me of my dog and it was like I felt like my they killed my fucking dog again it was just like this emotion like my heart was ripped out of my body and part of it is like that palm tree was part of my visual. Like I visualized looking up and seeing these two palm trees because I had a neighbor when I lived in my old apartment who had these two palm trees and I would just sit in stand in front of his house and look up and just visualize staring at these palm trees and imagine I was looking up for my own house and I manifested that. And so we had these two palm trees in our backyard and now one of them's gone. And it was just like, I, honestly, it was like devastating to be real. Like, I don't care if it sounds first world problems, it's none of your goddamn business if that's what it is. This is what happened in my life. And it was, it hurts so fucking bad. Like my heart is like hurting right now. Just talking about it. I had to, I couldn't be here. I had to leave. Cause they were just back there. And then, and then they fucking, and that's all I'm going to say. They were back there just chopping it up and it was loud and horrific. And I just had to like fucking go. So Shayla, do I think it's a sign that you are moving? Yes, I do. So that's why it was like, like I had to have like Leanne literally helped calm me down because like Leanne and I were like in the middle of talking and then it happened and I was like, oh my God, I was like freaking out. Like I couldn't fucking believe it. It just happened uh, without warning. They didn't even tell us. It just was like, we're going to trim some trees and then just boom. Like, I mean, 
Have you ever heard a fucking hundred year old palm tree drop 20 feet from you? Like it's insane. So I, just, I, I had to leave. I couldn't be in my, I couldn't be here. And I was just like, so just overcome with like grief. It was like, like, again, it just, the day before it happened, I was sitting out and I work, it's my work. I also work outside a lot of times. So that was like my workstation, my sanctuary. We meditate out there. It's like a, a lot of things. And my husband has been like cultivating the garden for years. So two and a half years. So um, like I was out there the day before um, and I was in every, like I told you those little jelly, the palm thing, the little seeds pop and they drop on the floor. And every time they drop, it reminds me of my dog because he would eat them. He wasn't supposed to eat them, but he like ate one one time and got really sick and like coughed it up. And it just was like, you know what I mean? It's just one of those things that like, I was just laying there the day before thinking every time that dropped, it reminded me of my little dog, not my little, my big boy, but anywho, that's what happened. It wasn't like anything like wrong. I just was like, I couldn't, I couldn't. I couldn't even like be home. So there's no way I was going to be able to like do this. So <sighs> gosh, man, that it like hurt my heart so bad. I was just like, like, I feel so bad for that tree. And I know that sounds lame. I, I'm vegan, whatever, but like, I don't know. That's like a hundred year old being like, who the fuck are we to come and remove its life from it? Like, and the, you know, the animals that the squirrels and like baby possums and stuff that ate those seeds. It's just like, it was just heartbreaking for that to happen. So, so do I think that Leanne was like, this is literal movement. I'm like, I know it fucking hurt. It sucked really bad, but she's like, maybe you'll be like less attached to your house now. And I'm like, uh-huh. Cause the second that happened, I was like, I'm out of here. Pack my fucking bags. I need to leave. I don't want to fucking come back here again. So that's what happened to me y'all. <laughs> So I went out and sat, the tree trunk was down. I sat on it and like talked to it and just like tried to, I don't know, feel its energy and stuff. And it just, it is what it is. But okay, here's a good, there's a good news because they wanted to take the second one down. And I said, absolutely fucking not. I don't know, not, not fucking having it. So they're not going to take the second one down. I would have raised fucking all the hell I could. I whatever legally I could. I know I was like, I told my landlord, I was like, I know I don't have a dog in this fight. I know this is your house. This is nothing legal, but no, like this is just insane. So we saved one of them, but the female's now gone. So that's really sad. It was a female and a male, and the female's dead. So so fucked up. Oh my gosh. It's just such a violation of my space, too. You know what I mean? Like I just felt so out of control. And like as a as a Roxy, I'm very much into having control over my space in my world, in my life. And I don't like feeling out of control or like people can just come in and like literally uproot my life like that, which is what happened. So, and the day before Leanne, I was talking to Leanne and like, there was like a wall of fog covering the whole like beach. And it was like nothing like I've ever seen before. I even sent her videos, like you couldn't even see the pier, which was like right there. And it was, so she's like looking up, what does a wall of fog mean? So she's like, it's about change. The fog is lifted. Things are shifting. It's a new beginning. I'm like, that's exactly what's happening. And then the next day, that fucking palm tree. And it's just, so we're on day three now. And I hope it's all cool from here on out. I would have postponed mindset without you breaking the fucking tree. I'm like, I could, I, someone just could have told me not to do mindset so we could have saved that fucking tree's life. I am powerful says would love to hear some stories of people manifesting money. Okay. I am powerful. I'm going to give you a couple things. First off, there's a couple books that I would suggest 
One of them is uh, Rich as Fuck by Amanda Francis. That's like my money Bible. I've read it like five times. I always just kind of go back to it and really try to absorb the principles. Last week, someone mentioned, um, hold on, Get Rich, Lucky Bitch. And I'm like, of course I would like both. Rich as Fuck and Get Get Rich, Lucky Bitch. Of course I would gravitate towards books with those kind of titles. But I just started reading um, Get Rich, Lucky Bitch. And that has... Um, obviously it's own money principles, but a lot of, um, well, I'm like, I'm in like a third chapter, but they have, it's like exercises and principles that you start working into your life and into your mind to obviously change your money story. Right. So, um, I wanted to share one with you because I normally probably would not have, um, celebrated this as money, but, um, because of this book, get rich, lucky bitch, she, you know, she's like, celebrate every penny celebrate. Like if anything comes through anything that's in some way disguised as money or it eventually comes out to be money, then like celebrate it. Right. So just today, before I got on here, I was looking through my email and I got an email from my, uh, like where my savings account is. And it's like, we raised your interest rate from one point something to one point that was like 0.15% or whatever. But I was like, babe, that's like, that's mon- That's just like our money's going to be making more money for us. That's what that meant. Like I was like, babe, our interest, our savings interest rate, rate went up. And he's like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, that means our money's going to be making us more money. And I celebrate. It's like, it's 0.15%, but who cares? Because I didn't have to do anything. I've been working on a money store. I've been affirming. I've been doing all these things, but like I did nothing. And now the money that I've already been, that I'm already putting away is going to be making me more money just by existing. Right. So it's like that moment is a moment to celebrate more money coming in because that is a moment of abundance. That's my, um, my, uh, income expanding. That's my wealth expanding. Even if it's 0.15%, that's just, that's like a great, it's, it's a a crack in the door that I'm opening up. Right. So I just wanted to, um, give you that little nugget because there's some, there's a story of me manifesting money and it wasn't even like, you know, what you might expect from a money manifestation story. But if you count it as one, which I do, then it is, right? Is what I say it is. So yay, money. I know I'm sexy, but I want to become Playboy Bunny hot. How do I level up from now in this 3D? <laughs> um, okay. First off, you could just start saying you're Playboy Bunny hot. I'm Playboy Bunny hot. And um, oh my God, I just, oh my God, I just had a memory pop through. We used to have this teacher in my high school who was like hot and like all the girls had crushes on him. And he literally would call us. Well, okay, hold on. I don't want to, I don't know if he would call us that. Okay. This is what I want to say. <clears throat> he would call it FPB, a future playboy bunny. And I remember like when I was just talking about when I was in high school and senior year, remember when like, like rhinestone shirts, like I had a playboy rhinestone shirt, like a baby, a black baby tee with like pink playboy rhinestone. And I wore it to school one day. <laughs> what a weird story. And that teacher, I'm not even gonna say his name because I don't want to get anybody in trouble. But he was like, "Oh no, 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 no! It was that's what it was. Sorry." He used to talk about older women, and he would call them FPBs, former Playboy bunnies. That's what it was. So he would talk about former Playboy bunnies, FPB. I'm gonna marry an FPB, a former Playboy bunny. And then I came to school wearing that shirt one day, and he's like, "Future?" He's like, "FPB, future Playboy bunny." Um, sorry, that just came to my head. So why don't you be an FPB? I'm a future Playboy bunny. I am a Playboy Bunny. I'm Playboy Bunny hot. You don't want to be a Playboy Bunny, right? We saw that we saw the documentary. It's best that you're not. But I'm Playboy Bunny hot. I'm an FPB, like whatever. Um, you're saying, how do I level up from this now in the 3D? 
The 3D is not your problem. It's your mind that's the problem. So focus on leveling up your mind and that will naturally help you level up the 3D, whether that's through like, I mean, I don't even know. I don't even know what the deal is with what, why you're not, why you don't think you're that, but start with the mind and then let the 3D come along. But if you're looking at the 3D and calling it not good enough, it'll never be good enough. You have to look at the 3D and say, see that FPB action right there? I've been telling you guys, I've been been affirming weight loss. I'm not really a fan of working out. I go on walks. I ride my bike sometimes, not very often, actually, maybe like once a week. And um, like we go on a walk a few times a week. Like, you know, we go on like an hour walk with Mango and stuff a few times a week. So like, like maybe four, four to five times a week, probably. So that's as much physical exercise as I get. I've been affirming weight loss and I've been, I started by doing it. I was, at first I was doing it by just going straight to the number I wanted to see. Um, and, it, and nothing was moving. Like the scale was not moving. And then I started just move, uh, doing it incrementally. I think I told, I've told you guys this. I started doing it incrementally and just going like with the next like, um, number down, like the next, um, tens, you know, a hundred and blankety blanks. And then the next one down. Um, so like, oh, I saw the scale change. And so I'm always affirming like a few pounds. Now I just affirm a few pounds down every day. So when I see it, I, I just affirm down every time I affirm down a few pounds. I affirm down. I see it. You know what? Actually. Okay. I have one of those scales that gives you like the range. So whatever the lowest number of the range is, I take that. And so like I affirm down and then I take the lowest number as my evidence that it's working, whether or not they match doesn't fucking matter. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm blankety blank pounds. Every time I step on the scale, that's what I see. And then when I step on the scale, whatever the fluctuation does, I see that low number. I'm like, Ooh, look at it. I'm that many pounds. Like, and I say the, the number that I'm affirming, not necessarily what I see, but it's, it's just like kind of like my practice. Right. So I'm not shaming myself or angry when I step on the scale. And yeah. And so you just like, just talk about yourself in the way that you want to see yourself. And that could just be internal. You don't have to say these things out loud, but it's just very, very, very important that you don't say that you're not that anymore, that you don't say that you don't weigh enough, that you don't look that way. You like you do, you are now you're an FPB and you're perfect now. Like that's just it. (laughs) Kiana. I love you. Kiana says always take off two pounds for water. (laughs) Oh my God. I have so much water. My water is so heavy right now. (laughs) Look how heavy my water is. Astro Haley says, I've been affirming weight loss and clear skin and the acne on your back has been clearing up. Nice. So I would be like, erase, 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 clear, clear, clear. Like um, when I had shingles, for example, I like would erase it like in Photoshop because I do, you know, I, I used to be a photographer. So I would be in Photoshop all the time. So I would, when I would visualize the thing on my body, I would like erase it as if I was like removing it in Photoshop. And so I would, that's like where erase, erase, erase came from is I would literally, I was erasing that thing off my body. Um, and, and it worked. So, um, I would just like, your back is so smooth, your skin's so clear and just visualize it just like being clear, erase, 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 and then erase, 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 and then erase, 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 and then erase, 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 like over and over. (sighs) Tiffany, hold on. I see, hold on. I saw, let me see. Where's Tiffany? I think I missed the first part of Tiffany's. That was your good news. I get it. That was your good news was what we were just talking about. Okay. Your good news says I broke my weight plateau. I'm out of the two seventies, now 268 as of two days ago. Now I'm going to write an ebook on dropping weight with mindset changes and manifestation. There you go. Uh, there you fucking go. So what I was saying about now, thanks for throwing out some numbers. So I don't have to throw out my own. <laughs> now that you've seen the two, now I would start saying I would start seeing 250 now. Oh, I'm in the 250s. That's where I would go. That's where I meant about the next one down. Like it's hard to like the next tens. So yeah. So if it was you you saw the two six now, I'm sorry, the two five. 
That's what I said. You said I'm in the 250. Oh my God, I'm in that 250s. Like, that's where I would be, right? So um, I just kind of like go incrementally down because I have found that for me, that actually worked versus just saying the amount that I wanted to see. Like that literally did, I did that for weeks and it, my scale did not budge. And then the second I started affirming just the number down, just like we just talked about, just the tens, the tens place down, that's when everything started working. So I'm still doing it. Oh, I also wear a waist trainer. I'll say, I'm, I'll, that's all my tips. I wear a waist trainer. I'm vegan. Um, I fast most times. I fast like during the day most of the times, but I just usually don't get an appetite until like about 2 p.m. That's why I'm always hungry on the chat because I don't get hungry until two and then I get like starving. Um, so <clears throat> I usually fast during the day. I, I'm vegan. I eat fairly healthy. Um, I don't really do, um, gluten anymore. Um, and I take walks. I ride my bike like once a week. Um, I only drink like once a week and I wear my waist trainer and then I affirm and that's, that's been my weight loss. That's been my strategy. It's working. I am not a doctor. Do not take these. These are not diet tips. This is how I have done mine. Don't listen to me. Do your, go do it healthy. Go talk to your doc. Tiffany says, random, but I heard something cool about purpose. The more fear you feel about taking action on your purpose, the more indication that is where you're supposed to be, what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, totally. You said um, there's value in the resistance. Absolutely. So I've talked about this before. Um, the hunky neuroscientist. What is his name? I just started following him on um, on Instagram. I found him. Oh, Andrew Huberman. Oh, he's so cute. Andrew Huberman. He's the hunky neuroscientist. That's what me and my husband call him. The hunky neuroscientist. Um, Andrew Huberman. He talks about um, when you feel fear, your immediate response should be to go towards it. Obviously, we're not talking about if there's a fucking bear chasing you, right? I mean, like like fear that's not life or death fear. Anything that's not like you're about to die, fight or flight, like type, like real fear again. When you feel that fear, go towards it because the fear itself is the resistance. And if you go towards it and get past and like make yourself not afraid of that thing, that block is just gone. So it's a really easy way to reduce your blocks by going towards your fear. Coincidentally, this is exactly what we're talking about in Taking Massive Action, which is my September group program of the month, okay? So every month, I'm going to be hosting a new course, new program, new workshop, something. Well, there'll be a new something coming out every single month. This, excuse me, the month of September will be Taking Massive Action, Creating Massive Change, right? So it's about inspired action. It's about the fear. It's about what to do and how to act in your world, taking your triggers and turning them into everything you need. So taking massive action, taking your triggers, turning them into gold, all the things that we need. That's our program for September. If you join Synergy, which is our monthly subscription, you get access to that automatically. Plus um, the pass the test masterclass, or excuse me, not a masterclass, a master training at the end of the month. How do I manifest a house? I don't care if rental or buying. Okay. First of all, I did make a video when I manifested this house about the process of like what actually went through because at first they didn't approve us. And I was like, mm, that's weird because that's my house and I've already moved into it and it's already mine. So I like, I was convinced I knew it was my house. There was nothing they could tell me otherwise. Even when I started to worry, even when they told me I wasn't approved, nothing. 
like this was my, I knew I would be living in this house. And he, I mean, I'm here obviously, but I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. And nothing could tell me differently. And so my affirmations were there. That's my house. I'm moving in. I manifest my house. They said yes. And I was like, I was visual. I, I, I call it throwing the book at it, but I did everything I could think of that would signify I got the house, like visualizing, sending the text messages, visualizing, um, getting the call from my realtor, visualizing, jumping up and down, visualizing, signing the lease, visualizing, getting the key in my hand, visualizing, putting the key in the lock and turning it, visualizing, turning the key and then opening the door, like literally every step, like opening the gate, being like, Oh my God, this is my house. I visualized where the moving truck would pull in. And now that I think about it, I visualize it on the wrong side of the house. <laughs> no, no, I, Cause I just saw the vision come up in my head and I'm like, Oh yeah, I put the truck on that side. Um, and so, uh, it just, it, it was everything. It's like the whole, there was no other way there was an, it was it period. This is my house. Like, um, what are you talking? What do you mean? I don't live in my, I'm, what do you mean? I don't live in my house. Do you not see all my shit everywhere? Judy says background is my small town doesn't have many available. And when I show up for showing there are 20 people ahead of me. Yeah, of course there is. Cause that's your story. So the background is now there's plenty of places. I don't care how many people are there. You're the one they want to rent to. Like if, okay. I just saw like the bachelor. If there's 20 dudes in a room, 20, excuse me, I don't know what your, your preference is. There are 20 people in a room. You're going to end up with one. 19 of them are not them. And no matter how much those 19 might want to be them, who fucking cares? They're not them. The one is the one person for you. So if you go into it knowing that you are that one, then you are the one. So like, if you say there's not enough, there's not enough. If you say there's plenty, there's plenty. If you say there's more than enough, there's more than enough. If you say you get your pick of the litter, you get your pick of the litter. They're picking you. They want you as the tenant, right? Or the renter or whatever the fuck. So your story is of limitation and lack, and that's just not going to help. Rich as Fuck by Amanda Francis is a really great book to rewrite your story about money, but it also is very good for rewriting your story of lack in general. So, um, that's what I'm seeing here is lack, a lack, a story around lack. And I just know as a coach, like where there's lack, there's more lack, right? So, so j the story about lack in your hometown, I know is going to be either, I mean, it's generally going to be in your money story, your self-esteem, like your worthiness or your love or all of them, um, or career, right? So that's generally where those things pop up in the biggest way. Um, but I just like, I see lack and I just want to point it out to you. Yeah. Okay, good. You got the pick of the litter. You're the one they want. You're so excited to show up because this is your house that you are auditioning the house. You are auditioning the landlord. Okay. And let me tell you again, as somebody who just had got like kind of violated by their landlord recently, that's a good thing to, to, to think and to feel and to affirm. I'm picking my landlord. I'm picking the right person, you know, because they do own the, like, if you, if you're, if you're renting and not buying, they do own the place that you're living. I'm, you know, you may pay for it, you may occupy the space, but it's still theirs on paper. So if that's the case, then you, again, put the power in your hands with your sentences. Your homework this week is to either create a shit that brings me joy list or add to the one you have, and then do one of those items every single day this week. Yes, I have given this homework before. I don't care. <laughs> It's our homework this week, every single day this week. And, and actually, I want you to log it. 
seven days of shit that brings me joy, either create a new list or add to the one you have, and then do one thing off that list every single day for the next seven days and keep a log of it and bring it to next week. Okay. Okay. I love you guys. I appreciate you.